0: Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm very fortunate today to have Daniel Ramos, or Ramos, we've had uh, discussions about how that is pronounced. Uh, Daniel is a massage therapist, and Daniel, can you give people a little bit of information about you and uh, where they can contact you?
1: Uh, Yeah, so... If you follow me on Instagram or even on Facebook at Full Measure Fitness, um, I have all my links and things that you can contact me and uh, see videos that I put out for stretching and increasing flexibility.
0: Cool. So, uh, Daniel, you and I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, we found each other, I think, through the Reboot Insiders Club, the subscription uh, vault, and then you had asked a question about websites, if I remember correctly, and can you go over some of the... The, the question you have so that our audience understands what you're dealing with when you talk about a website
1: yeah um, so that day when I posted about the website um, a, little, a little frustrated sitting down trying to get things to work and I was just wondering how necessary is a website for for massage therapists for personal training um, and just needed some kind of different feedback and different ideas so I just kind of threw the question out there and Lo and behold, here we go. (laughs) I
0: I think um the marketplace has definitely changed. Personal training I don't know as much about, but I assume it can't be that different than massage. Somebody's gotta trust you. And immediately as a male in the massage industry, much like myself, I think having a website allowed me to stand out because the website I own. Uh, the website I control, it's like real estate. So I'm able to change things and still link people to all of my social media accounts, which means in addition that I can you know, change things on a whim uh, once it's set up. I think what I was hearing from your question was, well, it's so easy for me to set up an Instagram profile, and if I can book clients via text, like, why do I need a website?
1: Correct, yeah, yeah. So I've seen a few people um, in my field that they don't really have websites, but they seem to be doing pretty good just off social media alone. So yeah. I was even, and that's why the question came. I was like, man, I'm spending all this time trying to get this yeah. website to work, and it's just not going the way I like it.
0: Yeah, I, I think, you know, for you and I, uh, how long have you been working as a massage therapist?
1: I've been, um, this March will be 11 years.
0: Yeah, so. For you and I, if somebody comes in and says, hey, I have upper back pain, you're like, okay, well, let's, we got an hour, it'll be gone. (laughs) (laughs) But we're experts, right? Like, we've done that for so long that we don't even, you don't even think it's a problem anymore. It's just like, yeah, well, this is the solution. This is how we do it. What I would recommend for most massage therapists, and I understand that it's easier than ever to create your own website using Wix or Squarespace or whatever, you know, technology you know if you like building a website great if you think it's fun and exciting and exhilarating to read faqs awesome i could give a shit i don't like it i you know i need it to be functional you know just like instagram the reason people use it is because it's easy the reason people use facebook is because mostly it's easy you know the website my first thought is like, ooh, it's not, not as easy, you know. It's easier than it was years ago, but I think there's a host of factors related to you know, I want you to have social media and use that to connect with people. I want you to use the ease and convenience of online scheduling. I want you to use the ease and convenience of text messaging. But having a website to me spells search engine optimization. And search engine optimization is how people are going to find you on Google organically. And what it means is you make money. And when we talk about, okay, let's say, you make an extra, you know, five hundred dollars a month. We'll just throw out a number that winds up being uh is sixty two hundred a year, something like that. Um, so five hundred, did I do it right? No, I didn't do that right at all. My math is horrible. But see, that's why I have an accountant. Because <laughs> he handles the math part. What I'm saying is you have to look at the website as an investment. We are specialists in bodywork, not websites. I would think it's completely reasonable, depending on the therapist, I think it's completely reasonable to spend, say, $1,000 to build a website one time. And here's the main functionality I hope that website has. Without having the professional go to it and edit it, I think that you should be able to write blog posts and embed a video from your YouTube channel. I think you should be able to have social media shares, like a little icon for Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or wherever people can follow you. I think people should have online scheduling on that website, which might be a widget that somebody installs. I think that $1,000, if you break that down, it's $100 a month, give or take. I think that's completely worth the investment for what it's going to do to your sense of professionalism. If you have, particularly on that website, photos and videos of you doing your work, I know this as a male therapist, it's going to increase your sense of professionalism. And that's something that male therapists are going to have a little bit more of a challenge with because people, in my experience, don't trust us as much initially as they might women in the industry.
1: No, definitely. Thank you, We're massage- using – say it again? I said thank you, Massage Envy. Yeah, (laughs) We had a lot of issues like that.
0: Well, see, Massage Envy, and this is what I think happens. I had this conversation with Sarah Newberry. I suspect large corporate chains don't get as many, not none, but as many phone calls from people looking for sexual services because there's a corporate front so they understand from a brand perspective what's going on here. With you and I, especially me, I have a home-based studio. They have no idea who I am. Women are not going to come to me if they don't trust me, but because of the website, the videos, the blog posts, the ongoing social media workbooks, DVDs, online training, educator travels, their sense of my, um, they esteem me as an expert, and it means that it builds trust and rapport through that website, and what that means is money, and that's what you need. You need to build trust. I, I think social media, in particular, as you know from the Reboot Insiders Club, I'm a huge proponent of. But I totally think if you can afford it, outsource it. If you have to, and I think you did this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you write on your Facebook and ask for someone?
1: Uh, yep. No, I did. I uh, found my I found a web designer, and yeah, I've already paid him. We're working together and cool. just doing everything.
0: Yeah. How, how how much did you pay him? If you don't mind my asking.
1: Yeah, thousand um, dollars, yep. five hundred up front, and then um, for the next twelve months, a little installment. Totally
0: nothing. Yep, totally, totally worth it. I mean, just just this podcast, for instance. If you take a link from this YouTube video and put it on your website. And you put a link from this video on your social media, um, like the podcast. You know the fact that you've been on a podcast, even talking about being a, a, a burgeoning massage therapist and trying to build your practice. I think it builds rapport, it builds your re- connection, and builds trust, and that all leads to money down the road. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: from From a search engine standpoint, yes. Facebook and Instagram, you know, do interconnect with search engine optimization. They do have an effect. I don't think they have as much of an effect as YouTube videos and then backlinks on the internet. So later I will probably take our podcast to give you a quick idea. um, I will put a snapshot of you and I from this podcast on my website with a link back to you. And what that means is you get a backlink. That means when Google spiders go out and look at the websites and look at the information on the internet, they say Daniel Ramos is more important because he's linked to Robert Gardner. Robert Gardner already has all these backlinks. When you and I wind up being backlinked to the New Yorker, to Time Magazine, to you know whatever, whatever, uh, Massage Magazine we wind up being boosted in search engines whenever people are looking for massage because they consider us authorities. Does that make sense?
1: Right. No, it does.
0: Yeah. It's a huge deal. I, I'm very pro-social media. The bottom line is we don't own it.
1: Yeah, that's something that you had said that really got me thinking. I was like, no, he's right. We don't own this. Anytime they can just take it down, take it away. But yeah, website, I can just transfer all of my things that I've already made onto there. Boom.
0: Yep. Yep. It's, it's also a thing where we talked about the things you need on the website. I think a lot of massage therapists don't quite understand this process, but in addition, over time in the reboot insiders club, we'll talk about this privately. I would highly, highly recommend you figure out a way to create an email capture. And I want you to give potential client something for free, a little course where you show them how to do self-massage, a little five-part, a little five-email course or something. What's going to happen is when Sonia hits your website, she's going to deem you as more professional. You've got nice photos and videos. She may not want to book a session immediately. She's like, I don't know who this guy is. Oh, wait, he's got a free, what is this? Oh, he just, oh, just an email. Once you get their email, you can send out regular emails, not annoying, not spam, where you're giving Sonia additional links to, hey, here's a new YouTube video I put out. Hey, here's some new information about I'm doing chair massage at this event. When you do that ticker tape of ongoing giving, ongoing information, ongoing sharing, your trust factor goes up. But if that person hits your website and then leaves, you have no way of contacting them again. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: It's something i got to talk to my web designer about and seeing um, how complicated or whatnot that would be for him.
0: You, but, get, uh, you have to absolutely. It's like you're leaving thousands of dollars on the table if you don't just collect an email address. Yeah. I mean, direct contact. So the website you own, the email you have, massage therapists will consistently tell me, uh, people don't check email. Yes, they do. (laughs) do. There's there's 7,000 people on my email list. Now, 500 people might open any given email, but I make sales. I make contacts. I let people know about new classes. It's very common for someone to stay on my email list for years and then two years later take a class. And when I ask them, how did you find me? They say, oh, I downloaded your free workbook. And I go, yes. And that's exactly... (laughs) That's exactly what you're trying to do, but you're trying to do that with clients. That email is something you own. That uh, website is something you own. I want you to use social media. I want you to use TikTok. I'm happy to work with you and help you and build. But when you own that information, that data is increasingly um, pricey. It's increasingly valuable. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm glad that you found somebody to deal with, uh, the website. Did you have other questions about websites, uh, things that might be needed on the website or any confusion? I'm glad that you found like a pro to help you with it. Cause I'm just not an expert on the, like the wiring under the board, so to speak. No,
1: definitely. It's uh it's very tedious, but, um, yeah. Like what kind of info would you suggest would be like the best kind of, cause for me right now, I'm trying to, i'm trying with everything that i do i'm trying to just make a clearer image and message out to people of what i'm bringing to the table
0: so when you when you work on people we know that you're a massage therapist what are you primarily uh, trying to create in your practice and what does your ideal client look like are they coming in for massage or are they are you moving kind of mat based i think we had a conversation it sounded like you were going that direction
1: um yeah well with uh personal training um a lot of my stuff's about functionality, getting people just to feel better more so overall, move move more freely. Um, not just like, oh, it hurts to bend down and pick that up. I like I like helping people, you know, teaching them how to take care of themselves, showing yeah. them stretches and um being able to kind of blend it all together in that way so they are actually taking care of themselves and getting something out of everything, not just coming in for just a relaxation massage.
0: Yeah. I would I listen, I would take your phone. Uh, don't even worry about a camera. Do you have a tripod?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Okay. So you, you take your phone, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to make some five- or ten-minute videos, and I want you to generally put a tab somewhere on your website that says self-care. And you put those five or ten videos, and you show them how to use a tennis ball to massage the rotator cuff, and you show them how to work on low back pain, and you you post those videos on YouTube, and you post it with a title and description that allows you to game search engine optimization for those keywords, then I want you to make it a playlist and embed that on your website and go, hey, listen, if I can't get to you today, listen, I've got this self-care thing. You can can use a tennis ball if you have one at home to work on yourself. Just watch the videos here. Almost what I think happens is, one, you're providing information. Two, it demonstrates a level of professional expertise. And three, you weren't, you weren't really needy for a client. You were like, no, no, you can work on yourself. But here's what happens. When I get on TikTok... Yeah. Okay, we got a comment here. Let me see if I can read it. So Carolyn Price, she says, I agree that true giving is something valuable to the people who, who are clients. Usually I got the numbers, but now I'll be getting emails. Thanks. Yeah, the, the email capture is a big deal just because you know email is direct. It's direct contact. It's not being filtered unless it goes to spam. Uh, Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I want you to know that my workbooks and DVDs for time massage, there's 700 pages of sequence manuals and nine DVDs worth of core content you can buy a la carte are all together on my website, robertgardnerwellness.com. Also, our subscription service, the Reboot Insiders Club, is absolutely free for your first month. We have a vault with 450 hours of my class recordings, in addition to six CEs of credit that you will get after six months walking you through a drip course and how to use the vault and showing you great techniques for upper back and neck work again you can find all of that in the store at robertgardnerwellness.com so daniel introduce yourself again and let them know where they can find you online
1: i'm daniel ramos um and you can find me online at uh Instagram or Facebook at Full Measure Fitness, or you can go to my website, www.fullmeasurefitness.com.
0: Yeah. So Daniel, based on the conversations we would had, it, it sounded like, you know, f- from a niche market perspective, uh, you're also a personal trainer?
1: Uh, yes, I am.
0: Okay. So for instance, you have a, a specialized niche. So you're not only doing massage, you're a personal trainer. I'm a yoga teacher, but... The personal training is going to help you stand out. And if you make little videos about, you know, core strengthening exercises, whatever it is you think people need, you know, you have a very large potential, especially if you're working towards close on uh, sort of work. It sounded like the other day when we tried to do the Facebook Live, you were at a gym. Man, you have to use your phone and go completely ballistic on social media. I'm (laughs) telling you that you're going to get clients. Where do you live?
1: Uh, Richmond, Virginia.
0: Richmond, Virginia. Okay. I don't know the area. How far from DC is that?
1: Uh, depending on traffic, like two and a half, three hours.
0: Oh, okay. So it just gives me like a g- general idea of vicinity. Um, massage therapists, on the whole, make it very easy for me to stand out because they don't make video. We're doing, it sounds like primarily clothes on, mat based, or table based work. You can film and photo document everything. Massage therapists do not understand when you start flooding social media and your website with photos, videos, all those backlinks greatly boost your search engine optimization. Massage Envy is not going out and creating self-care videos. Nope. We are. We are. And the competitive advantage is there's no barrier of entry. You can do this with your phone yeah, I've got Trent in the background here working with our podcast to do the post-production and help me with the video stuff, but I'm on my phone. He, he, he threw me a pair of headphones and said, hey, use this. The audio is better. Like, the <laughs> technology is here. There's no barrier of entry. If you continue to plug along and just put out a steady stream of content across platforms, it's really going to boost what you're doing. And you're going to wind up getting more clients. That's the bottom line, bare end, you know, piece of the story. The website, the email list is just a portion of that. Um, It's interesting because when I work with therapists, I know that they just want to focus on the art. They don't really want to focus on the business (laughs) <laughs> the business is what determines whether a therapist really thrives. All the stuff that you want to do in your practice, if you focus on the business, it's going to be 20 times as easy and you cannot let you know you cannot let yourself get in the way. Like are you afraid to that's be on video for instance cuz you seem very comfortable in the podcast.
1: Oh, no! I've actually been working on you know being on video and doing stuff, so like the past year I've kind of gotten myself to used to being on video um talking on video that's a new one for me, so I'm you know doing things to kind of get myself out of that comfort zone, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, but like the last three I've been in business for myself for three years now, and uh the last year, I've been really like I need to work on this in business, I need to work on this because. This is why things aren't progressing the way I need them to.
0: Yeah. It's it's slow growth. Um, I know that when I've worked with students and the students say they're working at a facility, they're making 50%, and then they get just a handful. They, they take some of my advice, they get a handful of private clients, and they make 100%. And they go, wow, that was – I was like, that's a lot of money, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like <laughs> – doesn't sound so nice when you can make 100 but the 100% is you have to work for yourself, you have to deal with the business, you have to hire that website guy, which took some time and energy and money and investment. But once you continue doing that, if you're anything like me, which I suspect you are since you subscribed – I'm assuming you want to work for yourself and kind of call the shots and develop your practice the way you want to go and really specialize and niche down to something that you feel is more beneficial for your clients and more beneficial for yourself.
1: Uh, definitely. Um, it's kind of funny. So today I've worked three hours today, but I made $250 working those three hours. I was like, huh, it's been a minute. Uh, it feels so nice when that happens.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And the thing is, you want it five days a week like every week consistently (laughs) where it's not, you know, it's not a challenge. I think that that process is just slow build. Um, I see lots of therapists, they just get in their way. They're, they're afraid. Here's what I see primarily when I have business conversations with therapists, it's not the technical piece that they miss completely. It's not a business piece. What it is, is self-esteem. They're like, well, you know, people are going to judge me when I'm on camera. And I'm like, great. I'm called a misogynist. I'm called a mansplaining asshat. I'm, I'm cursed at, you know, people don't like me and I'm laughing all the way to the bank. Why? Because I have enough balls to press a button on a phone and put out information globally and go, listen, I'm not for everybody, but let my fans come to me and my fans pay You know, like I live in Austin, Texas, and what therapists don't quite understand, it's like a guy scheduled an appointment with me months ago from Scotland. Hmm. He's in town. It's probably some business thing or a vacation. And he's like, wow, while I'm in Austin, I'll get a session with Robert. Now, how do I feel about making X or $240 that day? Sounds pretty good to me. (laughs) (laughs) But you you have have to you have to create the situation for that serendipity to take place. And that means consistently working at it and continuing to build. What else in your practice are you trying to develop other than the website? You're working as a personal trainer. Um, like how did you find me initially, by the way, before you subscribe to our subscription service? Oh, I'm,
1: I really don't know. Was it uh,
0: massage entrepreneurs? I think it might have been.
1: Yeah. I think it, yeah, it probably was, but um, I've always been super, like, ever since I've started massage, I've always taught clients about stretching afterwards and stuff. I've always just been into stretching myself. So um, the, the Thai massage that you were talking about, I was just like, let me take a look at this. And um, I think you had, like, some some sale going one last year the beginning of the new year of 2019 and that's when i got your course and uh, just slowly started working at it yeah but uh, it's been cha- it's been a game changer for me
0: nice so i mean what so for people who don't know us and they're just tuning in for the first time like what's game changer about it like even me i'm teaching it so my perspective is sort of askew
1: right um just how i approach things now um just being able to incorporate the flexibility and just the movement within massage. or even after I'm done with a personal training session, I will um, have a client lay down for about five or 10 minutes and just kind of go through a couple of different, uh, just go through a couple of different movements. And, um, help.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got, a, I got a flip screen <laughs> on my, uh, my phone there on accident. I'm trying to move f- cameras around. Well, so continue funny. with what you were saying, Daniel.
1: Uh, but, yeah, it's just changed my approach of things, really. Um, besides that, I mean, it's always, like, some of the stuff I've learned in the Thai course, I was like, huh, I've already just intuitively been doing some of these things. So, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it's.
0: So, for instance, the fact that some of the work is close on and you're working at a gym doing personal training are you grabbing clients from the gym that are becoming clients? Like, are you, are you doing massage out of the same facility?
1: Uh, yeah, my studio I, I have here, um, I have a massage room and then I have a room that I do all my training with my clients. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So people that find me, some find me through Google. A lot of the stuff that I get right now has been just word of mouth and referrals, but, yeah. um, I just start, you know, throwing the Thai massage in with people training or massage doesn't really matter. And they're all like, wow, this is amazing. This feels really good. And I had a lady this morning. She's had numbness in her fingers for about the last month. And I just kind of did some Thai work with her at the end of the training session. And she's like, I haven't felt this good in about a month now. So I was like,
0: (laughs) yes, I'll also point out, Daniel, this is what I constantly hear. Massage therapists tell me, I can't learn online. And I go, okay. And I go right back to teaching online because I keep getting people like you who've never taken an in-person class with me. Like, have you taken other time massage classes prior to uh, mm-hmm. studying? Mm-hmm. See? I and just, this, uh, thing, like, <laughs> this, is, this is what I keep I keep saying. And the thing is, I know that it works because I get feedback that it works. Meanwhile, it's like, oh, you know, you can't really learn online. And I'm like, ooh-wee, oh, man, (laughs) I I just heard cash registers going off because I think I can teach for pennies on the dollar, which is mostly what we're doing. Here's what I want you to do in addition. And I say this to everyone that subscribed, that I work with. If you're at that gym and you're working on people and they're clothed, I want you to create a situation where you get an AV waiver. I can make sure you get a copy of the one I use. All it does is allows you to take the video you're making and put it online. So the young lady that you worked with, would you feel comfortable at some point putting your phone on a tripod and actually recording what you're doing? So you're just working on them, but now you're going to set up the phone. You're going to record that while you do it. Are you comfortable doing that with clients?
1: No, actually, um, I'm very comfortable with that. I've started doing it with just friends um, that we trade massages. I'm just like, here, let me just try this out and see how I can get angles right and stuff. I know what I'm going to do.
0: Just as as messed up and and bad as it is, uh, if you think it's bad, I want you to go back to my YouTube channel. Watch my first YouTube video and see how bad it was. I guarantee you your video is better than what I started (laughs) with. If you're willing to do that and do that consistently, there's no barrier. You're like, hey, I'm working on Wendy. We'll just say her name is Wendy. I'm working on Wendy. This is what I'm going to do. Takes two seconds. You know, and then you continue to talk like, hey, she's got pain in her hands, whatever. You can even figure out getting some sort of lav mic, uh, lavalier mic with your phone so that you've got like a lapel mic, something on you that'll pick up the audio a bit better. The audio is the the missing link. The video on her phone is amazing. Like, this is on my phone. This is not a $1,000 camera. Like, this is a phone. This is just an Android, you know, S9+. plus. The video is good. The audio, if you if you boost that, is going to be like the next step past your tripod. If you can film and photo document that stuff you're doing with clients, that's gold. I cannot express to you because here's what happens. You might be getting paid to do the work, but now you're going to start getting paid because you're using the work and the video of it as promotional materials.
1: Man, I love that.
0: Yeah. You don't, you don't have to explain what you do because you have 100 videos eventually on your website showing what you do. And you say, hey, do you have tingling in your hands? Do you have carpal tunnel? And you play that video and they go, ooh, wow, I want that. And here's what's also interesting. like I shot material. This was so weird to me. I shot material for the carpal tunnel class. The carpal tunnel class, I reached out to my local Austin community of massage therapists because they're always having problems with their hands. And I said, hey, who wants to come in? I'm going to shoot this little class. I'm going to work on you live. But here's what happens when people see, wow, Robert not only used a model to like demonstrate the work, he was literally just working on them. Like you get to see the model go, oh my God, my hands feel so much better. And you can tell it's not faked. You can tell it's not scripted. It's their actual response. That sort of authenticity, when you do that again and again and again and again and again and again, I'm telling you, <laughs> massage envy's not doing that, bro. You can stand out in a really, really big way, especially if it sounds like for you, you're really trying to help clients with self-care. You're really trying to help them with pain. And for me, I'm familiar with it because that's really my bread and butter. If I can't fix a problem… I'm going to fail as a massage therapist. And we'll take just uh, another quick break. And, guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. If you have not purchased our workbook and DVD set, you can go to robertgardnerwellness.com. And pick out either a la carte or as a full set. Our workbooks and DVDs totaling 700 pages of sequence manuals and nine video or nine DVDs of video content. In addition, the Reboot Insiders Club, our subscription service, has over 450 hours of my class recordings and access to a private Facebook group. After six months, you'll get six free hours of CE credit in that drip course that's included. Go ahead and grab those at Robert Gardner Wellness. Hey, we're back with my great friend Daniel. And Daniel, can you introduce uh, yourself again and tell them where they can find you?
1: Yeah, I'm Daniel Ramos. Um, I run Full Measure Fitness, and you can find me at www.fullmeasurefitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Full Measure Fitness.
0: Nice. So Daniel, what other questions do you have about you know, a fledgling business? We talked about websites. Is there anything else that's like pressing on you that you're trying to figure out as you're trying to grow your practice?
1: Um, really, I've been stuck on the whole website stuff. That's like been the big thing I've been focused on for the last week and a half. So at this moment, not particularly besides, you know, just getting ideas about content and setting up a YouTube channel. And that's, that's gonna be my next thing.
0: Um, Problem solve. Every client that comes in, it's problem solve. It's, it's trying to pick the low hanging fruit. Um, It's not specializing in some small, small, tiny niche necessarily. It's more like, Everybody comes in with upper back pain. So, okay, the self-care series is how to deal with upper back and neck pain because that's what they want. That's what the consumers are asking for. That's what they need. I don't fight them. I try to make it as easy as possible. The biggest challenge we have in our infrastructure is kind of steering people around because we offer so many different things. It's like you can kind of get lost on my website, making it quick, easy, simple, efficient. Um. People don't want to go search. They they want it right, it's right here. Press a button. Right. The, the fewer steps, the better. It's like, hey, I'm Daniel Ramos. Listen, would you like to get a discount code, you know, or a coupon code for a, a free a session with me, a discounted session? Ooh, I like that. Well, just put your email right here. If that's in their face, they go, Ooh, I like a discount. <laughs> Give me their email address. And then you can start, you know, giving them information, working with them to build trust, rapport, you know, um, connection with those people in a digital landscape. In-person networking is not gone. You're always going to shake hands with people at the gym. But if you can supplement that with video, that's awesome. So look at it from an Instagram perspective. If you can... Talk to a client and say, or a potential client, and say, "Listen, I'll work on you absolutely free for ten minutes if you'll let me record a video. This is this is a day off. This you're not at the gym. You're not doing paid sessions this day. You're like, I'll work on you for ten minutes on this mat right here, closed right now, if you let me film this free. Like, sure, just sign this little AV waiver and then video, video, video." Video, like if you do that again and again, you're not just you're not just working on people, you're essentially trying to monetize the video production itself.
1: And then I learn people just walking by and seeing me doing that. That's just a if whole other yes.
0: Well, one thing is if, if people are concerned about us as professionals, What kind of people take out cameras and actually record their work, let's say, in our industry? How common is that, Daniel? You're in the massage industry. You've been in it for 11 years.
1: Yeah, and I mean, really, you're the first person I've really noticed doing this.
0: The the market is ours, bro. If you (laughs) Listen, Noel (laughs) Jose is a subscriber. Noel Jose took intro and table tie with me. It was a pleasure to work with. And then I kept stressing video. Noel did the work, started, figured out the video, put his phone on a tripod, started shooting video, and it would float through my feed. And Noel's videos, he'd have like 5,000 views on Facebook. And I'm like, uh, like six months later, I'm like, hey, Noel, uh, how's business? He's like, oh, it's real good, man. (laughs) Because people, (laughs) even other massage therapists are like going to Las Vegas on vacation. Making sure to book in advance with Noel because they've seen his videos online. He understood fundamentally the power that close on and video documenting that process had to his overall business. And that's what I've been trying to stress forever to the people who are subscribed It took even me, like, it took a long time for me to figure that part out because I was still selling Time Massage. And people have preconceived notions, but when I say, okay, it's video, it's Time Massage, now I'm showing them what Time Massage is. Right. So (laughs) it's an interesting spot. Just keep working at it and do it on a level that you feel comfortable with. It doesn't mean you have to do hour-long live streams. If you're more comfortable making a minute Instagram video, do it. And then make sure that Instagram video is downloaded on your phone so then you can repurpose it and put it on YouTube.
1: Right. Yeah. And then link it all with my website.
0: Yep. Hey, here's a video from my Instagram. You can follow it here. Whoop! That's what you want. Um, like how do you feel about uh I mean, you work in in personal training as well, so I don't know that industry card as well. How do you feel about business cards and like pamphlets, brochures? <laughs>
1: um, i I don't really see it being used too often. I don't really use brochures. I mean, I hand out my business cards, especially when I'm doing um chair massages and stuff like that. but um yeah, this is not something that I've really utilized.
0: I mean, just like we, we said, you, you give them, you know, 10, 10, minute session or whatever for free, if they make a video, maybe you add as an addendum, listen, are you on social media at all? And they're like, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Follow me on Instagram right now. Take out your phone. Now look at it this way. Get another tripod. <clears throat> Don't just shoot the video from your phone. Put their phone on a tripod and live stream from their Instagram account as well. Think that. because all their friends and associates are hopefully seeing that video if they come in and go hey where's that guy work and they go oh and they comment see like dude th- it's a brave new world man 2020 listen the massage therapists are way behind on understanding how this stuff works and it's like i I stress it. I'll continue to say it. I'll continue to win on some level, financially and otherwise, because you deliver a good service and you document that process in video, in audio, in whatever forms, on social media. What people really hear, Daniel, is that you care. Hmm. And that's that's what they want. They want somebody who cares. People write me emails, and, and I answer them as, as, as fast as I can. It's getting worse over time. <laughs> but. I actually, you know, personally respond to their emails and answer their questions when they have, you know, man, I got this arm pain. I've literally taken an email I've gotten. They've got a good question. I will go into my studio, make a video, upload the video to YouTube, grab the video link and go to the email and say, hey, I did you one better than answering. I made a video to answer your question. How does that fan now feel?
1: Super special.
0: And that's that's the whole game. Clients and people who live abroad, you know, people being followers, fans, you know, uh, boosting, sharing, liking your videos, your video content, engaging with your fans, and like feeding them is is half half the battle. You just have to continue to go out completely heart centered, like um, Captain America, and go out and fight evil, bro. And the evil is ignorance. People just don't know they don't know musculoskeletal anatomy. You're a personal trainer. You know more about the body than I do. I'm not a personal trainer. I don't know thing one about, well, how do I strengthen my quads? I'm like, well, I have some notion that you work that muscle and it gets stronger, but I can't explain it biologically. (laughs) If you start writing blog posts about that process and how personal training relates to massage, here's what's great about you. You can hit multiple categories of keywords. You can you can flip back and forth. Now you're like, Ooh, who's this guy? This guy really knows what he's talking about. You can work in categories that it's a little more challenging for me to do.
1: And blogs. Is that still a thing? People people still read blogs and
0: yeah. So I, I think maybe blogs aren't as big as once were um, when you talk about being able to put text up or a video up, what does it do? It increase your search engine optimization for those keywords. Okay. Um, being able to put stuff on Reddit, being able to put stuff on various platforms, generating backlinks, doing what you do, just continuing to build like there's so many layers and I see the conversations online, especially in the massage entrepreneurs group as being very rudimentary. The, the massage therapists are fighting a 1985 battle when they have technology from 2020, like they're still thinking it's like the yellow pages. And I just Uh, continue to put out a slew of content and information. And they're like, why well, I don't understand. Why does he keep making those videos? And I'm like, Ugh. Like, how many times do I have to say this? Brochures, <laughs> <laughs> business cards, they're good. But what I would wind up doing is, for instance, on the back of my business cards, I would probably put my Snapchat handle. Uh, the Snapchat like QR code essentially allows somebody to press a whoop, and it's going to pull them right into your Snapchat to follow you. It's a very huh. private, sort of personal format to have communication. On my business cards that have links to my Instagram, Twitter, wherever they want to find me, you know, I'm trying to increase the connectivity. I think of the phone as an electronic visual business card. If that client who you just made the 10-minute video, they followed you on Instagram, when the day is done, oh, you take a nap, you're tired. You get up, you have dinner, and afterwards, let's say you worked on five people, You take all five of those people who just followed you on Instagram and say, hey, in video, a quick message, a quick video message on Instagram. Cheryl, listen, it was so great working with you today. Thank you so much for allowing me to make that YouTube video. I'm going to contact you tomorrow with a link for that. Mm. You talk to someone in video. That's much more effective than a business card. They're just going to throw a business card in the trash. What's up, Trent? LinkedIn, oh, um, so when you go to in-person networking events, and, and granted, Daniel, uh, you play to your strengths. It sounds like you're comfortable in video, you're comfortable on the phone, you're comfortable in audio speaking. How are you at like in-person networking? Do you find that easier than the sort of digital stuff I'm talking about?
1: Um, a little bit. But um, I think the digital stuff's just kind of getting used to, you know, doing something without someone being there. But um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I have no problem rubbing elbows with people, talking to people, getting to know. Um, it's just kind of depending on their their personality if we're going to vibe or whatnot.
0: Sure, I, you know, if I go to a, a LinkedIn meeting, there's a LinkedIn local chapter in North Austin, and Austin is a big tech city. Um, I went to the the because I got to work on my in person networking. I'm not as good at this. I can talk on the on the video all day long. It doesn't even bother me. But I went to this event thinking, "Wow, there's going to be all these high end programmers and people innovating and doing crazy whatever." It's like, no, everybody stopped me. They're asking me 20 million questions about my business, which went from massage to retail to education to travel to digital distribution for a subscription service, and they're like, "Whoa." Like I wound up sitting around with five guys who were asking me questions about TikTok. <laughs> like it's a you know I mean it used to be musically but it's just like this crazy you know video platform and they're like, "Whoa, you use TikTok?" and I'm like, "Yes." Like do you like do you not understand what's going on? Like I'm an anarchist with a phone. Do you realize the sort of distribution I have? That sort of thing. If I find that guy and say he's a programmer He's a programmer looking for a job. If I know for a fact that I have other clients who are programmers, I can very easily pull that guy aside and say, listen, I want to make a quick Instagram video with you. I'm going to tag you. I want to let people know in my fan feed like that you're looking for a job within the tech industry, within this area of programming, and I don't know, whatever programming language. Wow, really? Because what I'm doing is I'm promoting him through my already established channel. Like, he looks at it like, like for instance, I'm having you on the podcast. Do you look at it like I'm doing you a favor?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely. It's just kind of boosting me up and out there with someone sure. well like you.
0: Listen, there's 7,000 people on my email list. They're all going to get a link directly to your Instagram or your Facebook. I have no idea if there's a follower in Richmond who's like, whoa, this guy's in, wow, I want to go get a session. If you write me and say, hey, I made money because I went on your podcast, I win. I win. Like What that means is people want to be around. They want to network. They want to shake hands. They want to connect because you're solving a problem. It's the same thing as working as a massage therapist. You have to solve problems, and they have to think of you as a problem solver. We'll take a quick commercial break. Hey, guys, it's Robert with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. You can pick up our workbooks, DVDs, and free trial subscription service at robertgardnerwellness.com and the store. If you are not familiar with the Time Massage Jam, it is a national event. We're opening new chapters in Chicago. Ooh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and in Indiana this year. So you can find out more information there at timemassagejam.com. Pardon that website. I need to get somebody to update that guy. But you can find out more information at our main Facebook page, Time Massage Jam, in addition. I'd love for you to join up in your area, come out to the jam and network, play, learn with us and practice some time massage. Uh, yeah,
1: you can find me at www.fullmeasurefitness.com. you can also find me on Instagram or Facebook at full measure fitness.
0: Yep. So you can, you, you can have brochures, you can have business cards. I don't think they're obsolete in any way. But I'm usually going to use that to try to get them on my website or try to get their email address or try to get them on my social media to make sure they know that I'm available on those channels. Connection. When you're talking about... You know, in-person networking, uh, things like meetup, you know, problem solving, going to uh, various communities. So let's say you're going to work with, I don't know, there's there's a local small business chapter in your city in Richmond because there's a meetup group related to this. A lot of massage therapists don't realize the power of what something like Meetup can give them when they have local business owners in their community supporting what they do and then also providing potential referrals. Um, Being able to go in and problem solve, you know, uh, Daniel, for instance, do you know with your practice, are you going to wind up doing more personal training or more massage or is it kind of 50-50? Do you have any plans for that?
1: Um, no, it's been 50, 50 and I'm kind of, it's probably, just going to stay that way.
0: Okay. And then are you doing a lot of dual, like you're doing both with the same clients?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a perfect niche to skewer. Think about how many small business owners are looking to be pain free and need to be in better health. And you come in and go, what do you do? Uh, I help small business owners perform optimally. I'm a personal trainer and a massage therapist. I'm going to help you work on your strength. You're going to get sore, and then I'm going to help correct that by doing the massage. It's a great package for you. I would love to work with you. Please, uh, you know, (laughs) give me your email address, whatever it is, however they follow you. There's a million avenues like that if you start being creative. (laughs) so brochures business cards in-person networking again social media is just adding another layer um you know start with the platform you're most comfortable with maybe that's instagram and then you just continue to build you continue to grow whatever's going to work best for you financially I think also it's important that massage therapists reach out to people who can actually afford our services and afford it regularly. Um, It's horrible working with people who just can't afford it consistently because they can't afford it. They're just not in a financial bracket to do so.
1: Right. And it's either you have to kind of work with them or set up a payment plan or something and then that can get hairy.
0: (laughs) Sure. And, I mean, it's not uncommon. People have written me, and occasionally I just give away a session um, just because they can't afford it. They're, they're young. They were in a car accident. I don't have any problem with that. I don't really advertise that on my website. Like, I'm not trying to get people to just, you know, think they can get free service. And also, the, the time size jam that I mentioned earlier, the time size jam is $5. I've been running that at Austin for eight years. Any massage therapist, any person in the public who's in pain can come to the Time Massage Jam, and it costs 5 bucks. And most of those people, if you came in, Daniel, I'd work on you for an hour for nothing. Mm. Now, Trent is going to be there filming the whole first hour when I work on you. You, Do you see? Because it's just documenting what you're already doing. It's a Time Massage Jam, Time Massage Jam, Time Massage Jam. The more you say it, the more they know about you, the more they're able to view that in video – the more notoriety and brand you've built. You have a, a unique position as a personal trainer. I would really encourage you to skewer both of those in video.
1: All right, yeah, definitely will. I didn't think about the personal training videos of, yeah, I guess I just haven't really thought about that.
0: Even, even you know, if, if you go into massage forums and post personal training information, you can educate massage therapists about a completely different realm that they don't know anything about. Myself included, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Daniel, when it comes to, uh, say, your social media and then we talked about emails when it comes to like scheduling posts or like scheduling emails or things like that. Do you have any kind of consistent pattern, any kind of schedule you follow?
1: Generally it's the afternoons cause that's when I'm the slowest.
0: Yeah. So you but tend to like make an email and schedule it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting better with the email stuff. Um, that's always been a, not a strong suit for me, but I've been really kind of working on that, and just like, nope, gotta sit down, gotta do this, gotta write it out, just get it done. What do
0: you use for your emails right now? What software?
1: Um, well, I have uh, Outlook. Um,
0: Outlook. Okay. I have, yeah. I didn't know if it's... you had a software program like Mailchimp or Active Campaign yeah. or something. Yeah. So long term, depending on what happens, like I think if you try to send bulk emails through Outlook. You can eventually get in trouble for like spam stuff. Having some software like MailChimp or Active Campaign at their lower levels that may be completely free. In MailChimp, you can save a template. You change the text, change a couple photos, everything else remains the same. Whoop. You can make, you know, an email a week. And it's important that those emails offer more stuff. Here's a link to my video. Here's a link to this podcast. Here's a link to this. Here's a link to this. You know, you're giving. You're not just come buy something, come buy something, come buy something. You can schedule those in advance from a template that you've used in something like MailChimp that you could probably use for free.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, is, uh, how, how much is MailChimp?
0: Uh, At the lower levels, I'm almost positive it's free. I don't know at what level they start charging. Uh, You don't know. You don't want to know what they charge me with seven thousand people on my email
1: list. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have an email list like that at all. But Yeah, yeah,
0: but I mean that long term, that's the that's the goal. It's like, I mean, look at it this way. You you know, I can't serve a client in Richmond. You make a little gift course or something that you know, even it's just YouTube videos, and then that youtube video you're like robert i want you to check this out i check it out and go listen this is great can i share this through my email list and i make an email an email and i go out and i say listen daniel ramos he's one of our great subscribers he's a friend and colleague he made this little course showing you how to work on low back pain or whatever it is if it's good content i can share it to 7000 people i have no idea how many people are going to subscribe it might just be a handful you know 10 people or something but it's nice. 10 followers you didn't have before, and it's building notoriety because there's this bigger and bigger network. When it comes to sales, it's not used cars. Like we sell massage and personal training. People are looking for these services. They want these services, but we have to offer it to be able to – we have to be able to say, hey, do you want to buy this? Because if we don't, they're not going to buy anything. You have to offer it.
1: You've know? you got to ask the question.
0: You know, so many people spend time, they, they think about, I don't know, it's almost lofty. They're, they're uh, philosophizing and speculating. And it's like, this is great. I was a philosophy student. I'm good at that. But I need, here's what I need, Daniel. I need you to go out and make really, really bad video. Because now, now the pressure is low. Because you're going to make – and here's the thing. I'm, I'm being completely honest with you about this. You're going to release video and go, oh, but it wasn't like Hollywood quality. But at some point, you're going to flub. Bleep, 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 you know, you try to say something, and you don't say it right or whatever, and you make some joke about it. That's what people notice about the video. And what they do is they say, wow, Daniel's just like me. He's just like a normal guy. I like Daniel so much. I'm going to follow him on Instagram. It's, it's the humanity. That is what we're selling, that connection. And that connection is now digitized and global. The mistakes, in some ways, are are the good stuff, the stuff that's, like, notable. Anybody can talk about where the ulna is and what the ulna does, and, you know, that's interesting information, but it's the funny way in which we flub something or make little mistakes and making bad video that people will notice. It's... Hmm you know, it's not philosophically speculating. It's just going out and doing more. Like all you did was write on your Facebook page and say, Hey, can somebody help me with my website? Something something like that. And I immediately saw a post where a guy was like, Yeah, here's my stuff." And he had like a little list of like what he did. And I'm yeah. like, that guy didn't just sell you a website. That guy might have sold websites to two other people who saw that post and went, Ooh, I need help with my website too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Daniel, if you don't mind my asking, what do you want your income to be? I don't want to ask what your income is right now. That's a little personal. What do you want your income to be? Your what's your goal per year?
1: Main goal is to master sixty
0: thousand. Oh dude, that's way too low. A hundred K, bro. <laughs> 100, I, I would like to be there. Yeah. 100K, 100K, bro.
1: <laughs> That's what I would like, but man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you no, know, and 60 is a living, but I think 100 is where you want to be if you want to live a little bit better. Oh, if you want to 10X your business, you got to 10X. You got You got to think bigger, get bigger clients, get more connects, get more networking, get more video. If you do not just one of those things, If you 10X and do all of those things and do all of those things simultaneously, right now, just juggle, just throw one ball up and down, then add two, and then three, and then four. Incrementally, if you keep doing that, your business is going to expand. Do you have any notion that you'd want to move beyond private practice and maybe hire therapists or rent space?
1: Yeah, um, I'm not sure about the hiring aspect. But, um, that's something that kind of is, is weary to me,
0: okay, yeah, you know, trying to figure out how you can outsource what you do, um, like the website, it's a perfect example. It is an investment. It's gonna cost a thousand dollars. I think it's gonna return four grand in a year. easy, easy, just from new contacts finding you and engagement. Um, beyond that, it's like when you start outsourcing, and you say, Robert, because uh, you're a subscriber, I have a vested interest in helping you thrive. You're like Robert. How do I outsource my emails? I go, uh, okay, well, we'll figure that out. You got to find somebody on Fiverr. I don't know, find find some Mailchimp expert and go. Listen, I need I need a template for rebooking clients. I need uh, a template for like a new video coming out. I need a template for somebody on Fiverr is probably happy to make a hundred dollars making you three little templates and templates and MailChimp that you can use. And here's what you did. You didn't have to do it. You had to write in the text, but they did it for you. You know, your online scheduling, the stuff that you can outsource, you absolutely must outsource. And I would recommend if you get into video production, listen, Trent is an investment. He's helping me with video production. I can't like work on somebody and run around with the camera at the same time. (laughs) if you get somebody else get a friend get another massage therapist you shoot their videos they shoot your videos you work together learn how to deal with the video production you sort of outsource things you hire people together to do some post-production you're reducing the cost collaborating with people daniel do you have any closing uh comments or questions
1: uh no no questions for me
0: Take the bull by the horns, bro. There's nobody stopping you. That 60k is is nothing. Like you can make 100k. You can you can you can bomb Richmond, Virginia with video. <laughs> I care you if I go it's cuz the goal is to wind up on the first page. It's like you're making so much video content, making so much noise, other massage therapists start getting annoyed. That's when you've won. It's like you're getting that much traffic Yeah. So listen, uh, Daniel, it was a really pleasure, uh, working with you today. If you have any questions in the future, feel free to reach out to me on the subscription program or in my private messages. Um, I'm happy to do this in an ongoing way. If you want to check in and like another, say six months, uh, maybe when you've got your website up and a little bit of traffic so we can kind of revisit this podcast, that'd be really great to show people like how you're developing in your practice.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I'm all for that.
0: So listen, thank you so much, and you have a great day. Yeah, thank you for having me on. You'll have a good one.